Hi, everyone. I'm PCT Senior Digital Editor and Managing Editor Brad Harbison. Joining me today is Court Parker, the CEO of Bugbusters in the Atlanta area. And Court and his family are getting ready to embark on a cross-country tour. They're going to be going from Atlanta all the way to the West Coast and all points in between. And along the way, he's going to be stopping at various pest control companies and to learn about how they're dealing with COVID-19 and also just to kind of talk about some of the issues that they face as owner-operators. So, Court, thanks for joining me today. And good afternoon. All right. So, Court, let's just kind of jump right into it. Uh, why did you and your family decide to undertake this project? Well, uh, it's two parts. One, uh, we've got three young kids and we're in a pretty adventurous family. And with our school system deciding to go uh, to digital learning only again for this semester, uh, we we decided, hey, let's let's pack up the Airstream uh, that we once lived in while we renovated our house for eight months and said, hey, if we can do it for eight months in our driveway, let's see if we can do this cross country and hit all the national parks. And then along the way of contemplating this whole idea, uh, we have a lot of friends in the industry uh, that I wanted to stop in and see and see how they were doing what they're doing during the COVID-19 crisis and kind of what are their plans for 2021. And, you know, I thought that was a great opportunity uh, for me to continue to work remotely on the road and at the same time, see what other guys are doing in, in, in our industry. And, you know, be prepared, uh, use this as a learning tool for us as a company and my in our team and see what are other companies doing. And right now, you know, uh, normally, we get a lot of our learning um, about what other companies are doing when we're having coffee or after a meeting at a national event or a normal trade show. And we just aren't having any of those besides the online versions. So it was like this was a great opportunity for, for us as a company to go out and see what our friends in uh, the industry are doing and maybe meet some new colleagues along the way uh, to to network with and to learn about what they're doing and what we may be doing differently so it's a i think it's a win-win for our family it's not going to be easy i mean we're we're planning on being on the road for quite some time uh staying at national uh, uh, national parks and rv parks and trying to make sure we have as much wi-fi uh, so the kids can continue to do their schoolwork along the way and that kind of leads into my ne my next question where all will you be stopping in who are some, some of the folks you'll be interviewing so the first uh, stop that we'll be making will be in Memphis. Um, and just a quick little stop there and then over to Arkansas to meet with uh, Justin and Jen and, and uh, see their place in Arkansas. And then from there, we're gonna head up to St. Louis, uh, meet with Jeff with Blue Chip. And then from St. Louis, we're gonna uh, keep going north to Minneapolis and we're gonna meet up with uh, Stacy with uh, Plunkett's and then from there we'll head into north dakota north dakota we're going to stay in uh, theodore roosevelt national park and then from theodore roosevelt national park we'll head down into south dakota stay in the uh, the badlands for a couple of days and then over to custer state park for a few days and then from there we're going to make a little trip back into wyoming to to cody uh, hopefully to catch one of the rodeo, the last rodeos that they have. Then down in the Grand Tetons, um, meet up with Gary Tank and the Grand Tetons. And then from there, go into Yellowstone. From Yellowstone, we're going to go over to Sun Valley, Idaho to meet up with Michael Botha. 
And from there, we're going to head uh, to Glacier uh, National Park uh, there in Montana and on the border of Canada. And then from there, we go to Coeur d'Alene and then to Kennewick. And in Kennewick, we'll meet with uh, the Sinski team. And then from there, Mount Rainier, Mount Olympia, uh, hopefully meet up with some other PMPs up in that area. And then down into California. Uh, and when we get into California, we'll, we hope to meet up with a few friends in the industry and, and, and still haven't solidified every, every meeting yet because we've got to be a little flexible. Uh, you never know what happens on the road, but we hope to hit the Redwoods, Yosemite, um, then down into Joshua Tree, then into Arizona, uh, in Utah, hitting all the major parks in Utah, and then uh, determining what the route is from Moab. Uh, do we go into Colorado? Uh, and for how long do we need to get back for school if school starts back up? And uh, school may not start back up until January 16th, or it may start back up October 26th. So, you know, it, it just depends on really where school uh, decides to go for the Atlanta public uh, city school system. Well, it sounds like an awesome trip, actually. I'd love to join you, actually. <laughs> um, and then, Cork, can you, um, you know, you mentioned uh, along the way you're going to be getting some, talking to some other PMPs. And, you know, why was it important for you to get uh, their perspective on how they've been kind of managing, managing throughout with all the COVID-19? Well, you know, like I said earlier, you know, we, a lot of times uh, as uh, CEOs and COOs and, and general managers of businesses in our industry, we get we get the best information from each other because we're a very sharing industry and that end and that information is shared at our trade shows and our national events. And, you know, we're just not having that this year as much. And I thought that, Hey, how can I get out there and meet with people to see what they're doing? Because they may be doing something different than we're doing. Uh, we're, we're running our business remotely. A majority of all of our employees are working from home. Um, Luckily, we have the technology and the capacity to do that, uh, being a uh, Office 365 Teams company and have been running that way for years. But, you know, there may be things that we're, not, we're totally missing out on that we could be doing differently. Or maybe there's some things when I talk with uh, other PMPs that, that they could pick up from us. And so there's always a great way of learning uh, and learning on the road will be very beneficial, I think, for us and, and just maybe the industry to share some things that we we learn along the route that other guys uh, in the industry are doing. Absolutely. And uh, Cork, can you talk about, you know, how your company is set up in terms of being able to function remotely? Um, how are you going to be able to run your company while you're on the road? That's a, you know, a really good question. A lot of people ask, I mean, you know, traditionally pest control, you know, companies or Everybody comes into the office, gets their service tickets, go out and do their business, bring the service tickets back, they're processed. And, you know, it's just, you know, that's a traditional way of running the business. Uh, but years ago, uh, one of our branches had about five feet of water in it. And at that point, we made a determination that we're never going to allow something like Mother Nature, hopefully, to get in the way of running our business. And so at that point, we we started thinking, hey, what can we do to outsource as much of the things as possible, make a make our business a cloud-based business that we don't have to worry about file cabinets and we don't have to worry about our PMPs bringing in checks or our PMPs bringing in 
paperwork or them needing paperwork. So we, for, for years, have gone into more of a technology-based pest control company, and that allows us uh, to be able to, to work remotely um, right away. And so on March 13th, I walked into our, our customer service center. Uh, we call it a hub. And I walked in and, and told everybody in there, hey, grab your laptops, grab your computers, grab your office chair, grab your voice over IP phone, and I'll see you at Christmas. And, you know, I was kind of joking back on March 13th when I said that, but um, it, it's looking like it's going to be Christmas, uh, if not further out. And um, that's allowed us, especially since we're an Office 365 company, we can communicate just like you and I are right now. Uh, we have mm -hmm. our weekly meetings on Tuesday morning with our leadership team that we do on Teams. Then on every Wednesday, we have our branch meetings and they're all on Teams. So we'll have our, our PMPs in the field that have their cell phones up and they'll be sitting there in their car before they get to their first stop. And then our customer service team has it up on their screen and we have our normal Wednesday meetings, which we cover our, our company culture, our safety and our service and sales. And we do that every single week remotely now and have been since March 13th. And they've been going great. And we also have had two town hall meetings uh, that we do each quarter. And that was every single employee within the company was able to log in and see what's going on with the company. So, you know, we're trying really, really hard to keep our company culture and work on communication. Uh, I know a lot of our uh, branch managers will schedule a, a team's call just for two or three guys or and our customer service team will do team's calls when they're doing training now and in the process since march 13th we've onboarded six new employees and we've had to utilize technology the whole time so it's been it's been really interesting to see how well the technology has helped us and for me being on the road i will be able to continue to do what I do in the business and through teams calls and you know if I do a one-on-one -on -one teams call uh, and and through technology because we have so many systems that run reports for us that we can manage manage remotely very well yeah and, and court that uh, that sort of leads into my next question um, I know you're going to be talking to other PMPs about how you know they've been responding to COVID-19 how about bug busters? Um, how has this impacted your business and what are some of the things that you guys are doing in response? So for us, um, we had a little bit of an impact in, uh, you know, right away in March, it was kind of like, hey, let's get everybody situated. We still had a good month in March. Uh, April and May were a little difficult, especially on our commercial side of business. I mean, we had a lot of property management companies just kind of push us off and say, hey, hey, just uh, we're not canceling, but can you just put us on hold? Because we're not even putting our, our property management employees into any of the facilities. Uh, so that was a little bit of an, uh, 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 an effect to the bottom line. Uh, but then also during that time, uh, one of the biggest things that was our bed bug division. So since property management people weren't going into the units, bed bug kind of kind of went to a halt. And you know it was a concern of ours that hey, you know with with bed bugs, if people aren't moving around, our bed bugs going to continue to populate and move about and have more units with bed bugs or less units. But since things have gotten back and people are actually going back into units, we're seeing the bed bug population has hmm. increased in some of our markets and you know it's just a matter of 
communicating with the property managers and, and, and the tenants and trying to find a proper way you utilizing all of our, our PPE and, and doing our treatments professionally that way. And uh, along those same lines, um, have you done anything to kind of, you know, reinvent or sort of tweak your business model? And are you seeing um, growth in certain segments of your business? Yes, I mean, there's been some uh, things that we started right away. We started a disinfectant division March 16th. We were in business doing disinfectant. Uh, we were able to solidify some product really quickly, built out some um, sales literature and built out our sales team to work on that. Uh, just really contacting our current customer base at first. Um, mm -hmm. We expected that to jump. And I think a lot of people in our industry did thought, hey, this is going to be something huge for us. Uh, it has been for some companies that are really, really heavy commercial companies. And we're a good mix. We're about a 60-40 kind of company. And it's been growing. And But what's we're seeing now with some businesses coming back to work, we're now seeing more of the disinfectant growth now than we did earlier. And we're doing reoccurring disinfectant, which is nice. So that's been an, an, a new thing too. But also in our regular residential pest control service or in our new starts for commercial pest control, we're offering that with the program and we're communicating with, with the, the consumer. We are gonna follow our PPE. And we have disinfectant available we can add that to your service. And that's been something really uh, rewarding to see grow. And, and so it's it's really opened up a whole new division within our company. And I think a lot of companies nationwide, it's become a division of, of new revenue stream. But uh, it did not it did not replace bed bug revenue stream, but you know, it's it's helped. And then on the residential market, we have seen growth in our pest control for residential and, and mosquito. I think a lot has to do with homeowners are home and uh, they're seeing things more than they have before. And then one of the biggest areas of growth has been our wildlife division. Uh, they've grown, it's grown the most because I think finally people working from home and being in their homes a lot, they're like, I keep hearing that same noise in my attic. What is it? And that's uh, spurred them to give us a call to come out there and see that they have squirrels or they may have rats in their attic. So that's been something uh, a, a very good positive during this time. Well, those are really interesting insights, and that's pretty consistent with what we've been hearing with folks that we've been speaking with in the industry about um, some of both some of the challenges and some of the ways they've kind of adapted some of some of the growth they're seeing in some of those other segments, uh, very similar to to what you're seeing. Um, so, uh, Clark, uh, just kind of want to switch back here again to your your upcoming journey. Um, you know, if people want to meet up with you either just to say hi or to also be a part of the PMP interviews, how can they do so? So you can you can contact me any which way you like. Uh, yeah, like I said, technology is pretty pretty big with us. I've always got my phone next to me. It seems like, and uh, so you can go through uh, my email address, which is court c o u r t at bugbustersusa.com. Or you can see that uh, we've we've started our family uh, email address for this adventure called parkingwiththeparkers.com. So it's a Gmail address, that, uh, parkingwiththeparkers at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to send us an email through that way, and we hope to have the YouTube channel up and rolling here shortly, which is a whole new learning curve for us. Uh, probably our five-year-old and 
eight-year-old and nine-year-old will probably be better at it than we are, uh, but we are um, going to be starting that up here shortly. And then each, like you said, it, uh, each time we meet with a PMP, we'll have the camera set up and, and can't wait to share those conversations uh, with everybody in our industry. Yeah, we are too. We're looking forward to hearing from you and from some of these other PCOs that you're going to be interviewing. Uh, I think it's a great undertaking. And uh, thanks again for joining me today, Cork. Thank you for having me. And uh, best of luck on your upcoming journey. Yes. Thanks. All right. And thanks to PCT's readers for joining us today. And have a great day.